Welcome to Curiously Katie, where life coach, hypnotherapist, and Reiki practitioner Katie Schofield shows you how to rehabilitate your mind, heal your relationships, and then your entire life, one question at a time. Weirdos, welcome. Hello, weirdos, and welcome to episode 20, What is Fear Intolerance? This is a very perfect number for this episode as twos are a symbol of divine union, harmony, and relationships. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about fear and the reason it is standing in the way of you coming to more moments of harmony and love in your relationships basically making it the only reason why you're miserable. (laughs) Last week, I went on a spiritual pilgrimage to a very special location in North America for the 2222022 portal, February 22nd, 2022 portal. And I share this with you because this trip was a huge moment of fear for me. (laughs) I shared this with you because this was a lesson in fear. And I promise I am going to land this plane and make this relevant. And I wanted to give you a little background about this trip because my teacher kind of Mr. Miyagi'd me and all of a sudden I was initiated into this lifelong spiritual path. And what I thought I was doing was learning about the universe and my role in it. Turns out they're the same thing. Spirituality and learning about the universe and my role in it are the same thing. And I'm endlessly fascinated with those topics. But when it came time to take this trip, I was still scared. I was scared to go alone. And I didn't want to ask my supportively codependent best friend. So I ignored that urge, that desire, and instead asked literally everybody else. And I knew from the start of hearing this calling and understanding what I needed to do that I wasn't supposed to take this trip alone. And my angel also confirmed with me that that was true, but I kept asking other people and then they would all flake out on me or have an excuse or just like ghost from my life altogether. And that is when I realized that the person who was supposed to take this trip with me was my best friend, Lauren. And for the second time in our lives, we live in the same town and she's getting ready to move. And I didn't realize that my fear of her moving out of state prevented me from asking her right away. I didn't want to miss her more from having spent time with her on this trip, which is kind of silly to think about, right? Like you don't miss somebody more from making more memories with them. You feel like you have a deeper connection and a deeper bond with that person. And that is exactly the case because you don't deepen into love and get less love. But it was my fear and this fear of feeling discomfort that really prevented me from asking her to begin with. And as I look at the clock while I'm writing this, it's 12.22. (laughs) Of course it is, right? I can't imagine another human being could ever harmonize with me the way this person does. We've been best friends for over 25 years, and although our relationship has gone through a lot of transformation and a lot of years apart, we're still learning so much about one another, and we are just so 
excited to continue on that journey together. And I just wanted to celebrate her because on our spiritual retreat last week, she let go of so much fear that so much fear, in fact, that she was physically altered by her emotional healing. She lost nearly 20 pounds in six days in the mountains, eating a special diet and doing emotional healing with me. And she's like a brand new person. Like she's like a higher level, more beautiful person. And I'm just so honored that I could help her create a breakthrough like that for her in her life and in my own. You see, my breakthrough came from the faith of setting this trip up in the beginning would be a good idea. You know, this took a lot of faith for me to plan because I was (laughs) terrified about investing in myself in this way. And I didn't have the full plan or the finer details until we were on the road, like like going for it really um, because of the structure and how much lack of control I had over this whole event because it was somebody else's event. It was very much a stumbling block. I really had to get over my fear, but I was divinely guided the whole time. And I kept being reminded over and over via a sticky note on my desk to let my faith be bigger than my fear. So I just did that just for this this one thing, just to see if I could. And it has forever changed me. I will be relocating to work more closely with the land and the people so I can start building a community presence for a global nonprofit organization effort focused on elevating planetary consciousness and creating outer harmony through establishing inner harmony. In order to fulfill this mission, I needed my soulmate to join the fold. It was like I was given an opportunity to create a little bit of safety within myself and create a little bit of safety in my faith and the universe. And now the universe is like, okay, go for it. Do it again, but do it bigger and do it like this and do it here. (laughs) Which brings us to today's topic. And according to the dictionary on my desk, fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain, or is a threat. I mean, just from that definition alone, you can tell where this is going. It is only our lack of tolerance for the discomfort of the emotion that creates discomfort in our life. You see, if I would have had a low tolerance to the feeling of fear, I never would have pulled the trigger and invested in this trip for myself and my friend. And we had an unforgivable good time full of laughter. Like we couldn't even go 10 minutes where we weren't giggling our pants off. And we did that for six days. It was so much fun. And I would have missed out on all of that brain-changing chemical goodness from laughing and meditating and sharing good times around somebody who lights me up had I not experimented with just allowing fear to be present, but not allowing it to make my decisions. So I wanted to help you here. I want you to know how you can start working with fear. And I have four steps here that are simple and you can write them down if you want and I want you to experiment with them. So the first thing you're going to want to do is communicate directly to your fear. Thank it for giving you feedback about your environment because that's all it's doing. It's trying to get your attention to give you feedback about your environment. That's all pain does. You know, fear is just an emotion. So ask what 
it would like brought to your attention. Once you have the feedback about your environment, the second step is to realize what it is it's trying to bring to your attention. And that might be a physical object. That might be somebody's behavior. That might be somebody's presence. Whatever it is, ask what it would like brought to your attention. The third step is to listen to what it tells you because it's going to give you a reason why it's afraid. And then I want you to respond to that reason and listen to it with rational thinking and ask, okay, is that true? And you're going to think through the emotions of this lens of compassion, kindness, and curiosity. So as you're rationally thinking and you're rationally trying to figure out your fear, do so through the lens of compassion, kindness, and curiosity. Because when we are grateful and appreciative of our fear for giving us information in our environment, then we can adjust accordingly with compassion and with kindness and in ways that aren't going to make us feel additional negative or not high vibrating emotions in response. Like you don't want to make yourself feel guilty for needing to adjust the way you're thinking. Don't do that. Don't use coaching against yourself. And here's what Fox News never wants you to know. Fear is just an emotion. It's just giving us information about ourselves and our environments, just like every other emotion. It's not more important than the other emotions. You don't need to give it more energy than any other emotion you feel. It's neutral. It's totally neutral because we all have a different opinion about what the emotion of fear means. For example, some people think that fear is a bad thing and should be avoided at all costs. However, other people call themselves adrenaline junkies, and the truth of that is they're addicted to being scared to death because the extreme levels of chemicals that are dumped into their body during whatever thrilling experience they're having as an adrenaline junkie. But somebody might say that fear is bad and never put themselves in that situation. Do you see the difference there? It's pretty nuanced, but the difference is one person's thinking fear is a bad thing and the other person's thinking fear makes them feel alive. And those two different thoughts create their experience of feeling the energy of fear in their body. Now, that might just be the description of one person. Those, that might not be happening in two separate people. That might be one person thinking that they're afraid to commit to somebody on one hand, but they're not afraid to jump off the Eiffel Tower on the other hand, right? <laughs> so it's complex. It changes depending on the relationship you find yourself in. Fear is one of the survival emotions, which means that we can come in. No, it means we do come into this life pre-programmed to have an aversion to fear. It's what keeps us alive. But I want you to consider that maybe that pre-programming is actually here to help us in, evolve into and maybe even give birth to the next level of humanity by learning how to understand fear for the information and feedback it gives us and then choosing what we would prefer to feel instead. And when we understand the information and feedback it gives us, we can choose whether or not to make a decision in a more rational way. 
And when we can choose whether or not to make a decision in a more rational way, then we're not making decisions from a place of fear because there are only two real big emotions and they are fear and love. And you can pretty much boil them down to one or the other for the most part. And when you're making decisions from a place of fear, you're not living into the fullest expression of who you are meant to be. But when you are choosing consciously what you would prefer to feel instead, instead of fear, and maybe you want to feel peace, or maybe you want to feel joy, or maybe you want to feel bliss, when you are choosing how to make your mind work in a way that creates a happier or more positive or more enlightened emotion, then you are living your life consciously. You are living your life with intention. You are living your life as the highest expression of you. And I can teach you how to do this. I'm an expert at teaching others how to slow down and examine their emotions and thoughts. And this is really important, not only for your relationships, but also because you are going to be contributing to the elevation of planetary consciousness for all of humanity. Because to become more enlightened, you have to have more light, more wisdom. And it's so funny that we're approaching another portal date that last occurred during the Enlightenment. I think that'll be in April. So that will that'll be interesting to see how that goes. And I know like I know you can feel this too. I know you can feel this like new desire in you, like calling you softly every single day. It's time to wake up. Why are you so afraid? Why are we still doing what we're doing that makes us miserable? Why are we living this life? I want you to think about it this way. When you learn how to understand someone else more deeply or you learn something funny about them that you didn't know before or they reveal a little bit more of themselves to you than maybe they had in the past, your love for them only grows. So why do you think that doing this for yourself would be any different? Why do you think that unpacking your ability to understand yourself isn't going to improve your life in every aspect. And what this does is improve your relationship to yourself. And when that relationship is amazing, then you have the grace and the compassion to offer love and kindness to those around you. And I just want to point this out in case I haven't been clear so far. There's nothing wrong with fear. It's very helpful for telling us about ourselves. It's an emotion. And how do we learn about ourselves from our emotions? We find out what thought is creating that emotion because emotions are biochemically created in the brain from the thoughts you think, which is a miracle in and of itself if you think about it. And because the thoughts you create create emotions or biochemical electrical signals in your body, you can always find out what you're thinking the moment you feel something uncomfortable and evaluate that thought to see if it's working for you. And you guys, I have to tell you that learning this skill is vital because the way you're able to refine and polish this mental monkey bars impacts your relationships, not just your romantic relationships, but your familial relationships, your friendships, your casual encounters with your neighbor down the street. Listen, I am a shaman and all I do is study relationships. My brain is always on the hunt for alignment and connection. And I can tell you, 
You won't just wake up one day thinking this way. You'll make mistakes in your relationships. You'll eat a lot of crow, which means apologize a lot. (laughs) And you'll communicate even when it feels uncomfortable and especially then when it feels uncomfortable. Listen, speaking up for yourself and communicating your needs within a partnership is everything, but it is not easy. And it is our intolerance to feeling discomfort and our intolerance of fear and our intolerance of potential rejection or potential being alone or potential abandonment that is keeping us feeling unlucky or alone or isolated or separate from the other people in our lives. Advocating for your needs and desires in a way that is civil and kind and polite removes that messy dance of assumptions and expectations and allows the relationship to really thrive from that point forward. And you'll know that it'll thrive because you have created clear, safe communication. Now, there is a step B here that I want to emphasize. Anyone who is entering into this must be given six months of grace and loving compassion, knowing that it takes time to iron out the kinks while everybody in this relationship practices trying on new ways of being in partnership. And if you are interested in this, then I would encourage you to use these questions for getting that conversation started. And like I said, we're going to start this conversation with ourselves because being in inner harmony creates outer harmony. So your questions are going to be self-reflective. So it is, what are my expectations for this relationship? What role will I play? And what role do I expect my partner to play? These questions are good for business relationships, group projects, and anything where you are co-creating with another human and might want to build trust and understanding. And I just want to point out that having this conversation is not only for the people you care about. This isn't a courtesy that you're bestowing. This is a two-way street of good vibes that you are opening up by starting this conversation. This level of communication might actually serve you more than the person you're having the conversation with if they're not used to thinking at this level, but they will 100% appreciate you sharing this tool with them at some point in their life because... Even if others do resist this way of communicating in relationships at first, what you're actually doing is activating them with so much thoughtfulness that it might overwhelm them at first. It might make them feel afraid to communicate with somebody so honestly. But when you explain that they just need to listen to this podcast and they will understand that this is the most loving way they can show up for another person, <laughs> they, they will start to see how showing up for themselves is the way we communicate that way. You put yourself first so you can show up more loving for those around you. When we do anything with the intention of being an ambassador of love in service of elevating planetary consciousness and creating outer harmony, we can trust that acting through aligned loving action will always leave the impact of love behind wherever you go, even if you say the wrong words, because they will sense your intention. So I encourage you to try this out with a partnership in your life that's going through some changes and let me know how it goes. You can DM me on Instagram at CoachKatieJ. And then when you hit a roadblock or you run into a situation that you can't resolve with my podcast, I want you to set up a call with me because I've started offering 90-minute breakthrough sessions as one-time sessions to help you get unstuck in your life. 
One problem, one solution, one hour and 30 minutes, because I don't like to rush when I'm helping somebody alter the direction of their life. Thank you very much. This is the opportunity you've been waiting for to work with me. So if you have been wanting to work with me one-on-one, but you haven't wanted to commit to a full coaching contract or an awkward sales call, I've already booked like four men since opening up this option. So it looks like there was a massive need for this service offering. So I just wanted to mention it here. If you haven't been on my Calendly page recently, it is now up and posted and live. It is not on my website yet because this is brand new. It's just happened in the last two weeks. So I'm so glad to be serving you in this new way. And before I put it on my website, I want to make sure that it is something that people love. So if you're ready to take this relationship with yourself, your partner, and your life to the next level, click the link in the show notes and book the service right for you today. I mean, life is too short for you to live it in fear of what you most desire. Am I right? Yeah, I know I'm right. And I'm here to help you learn the tools you need in order to move your life towards your dreams and do it with exponential growth and speed. Fear isn't something to be avoided at all costs to the point where it ruins your life or prevents you from living your dreams. It is a simple emotion telling you information about your environment and your thoughts about your environment, how you perceive your environment, how you judge your environment. That's why when we have an intolerance of fear, We have to be curious about why. All right, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Slide into my DMs using the links in the show notes or email me at katie at sunflowermindbody.com.